Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA. And whether we were born here or born in Italy, in Greece, in Spain, or Ireland, in England, or Fiji. We all of us are workers, united we must stand Until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claim. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed here at uh, 3CR, 8.55 on your AM dial every Sunday morning at 9.30. Good morning, Campo. How are you? Great, mate. Yourself? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm real good. And actually, what we're going to do, we'll kick off this morning because we've got, we had the uh, 52nd anniversary of the uh, the Westgate Bridge collapse. On Saturday. One of the greatest tragedies of all of all times. Uh, I think 35 lives were lost. But anyway, we're going to cut to um, Tommy Watson, who was one of the blokes working on the bridge. You there, Tom? Yep, I am. How are you, mate? It's uh, Gorilla here and Campo from the Concrete Gang. How are you, how you travelling? Pretty good, mate. Pretty good. Good on you, mate. And we're just we're just ringing this morning to get a bit of a, a rundown about the, the Westgate Bridge, because you want to give the listeners a, a bit of a rundown your history in the trade unions, mate, before we get on the Westgate Bridge? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I started in the trade union movement in uh, 1969. I worked in the uh, the alternative area, um, worked in big jobs all around Victoria. Um, I worked on the Westgate Bridge for about seven and a half years. Um, after the bridge, I uh, worked in a place in, in Geelong, and then I got uh, picked up uh, with the Iron Workers, a right-wing union. I was with them for about 11 years. And we run a, um, a left-wing ticket against the the DLP and the right wing of the iron workers. Uh, got defeated by a couple of hundred votes. That was all. And then eventually uh, got a job with the FEDFA. Uh, worked with the CFMU and FEDFA for 25 years. When I retired, I was the assistant secretary of the Victorian branch. And I was national president of the construction division when I retired in 2011. Not a bad resume, uh, young Tom. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I retire, I'll be builders' labour. <laughs> That's it. But um, look, mate, and uh, obviously it's a sad time, especially for you and, and, and your comrades that worked on the bridge. We were all the building workers, actually, because yesterday was the send-off uh, for the... 52nd year, I think it was. So, you, look, you just want to give people a little bit of a rundown on the collapse of the Westgate uh, Bridge for our listeners. Well, quickly, what happened was a, a, a bridge in Milford Haven in Wales collapsed and killed four workers. Um, and in them days, there was, you know, no computers, no mobile phones. No. Um, people were coming in the shed who were from England and Wales saying that... Uh, the bridge was the same type of bridge that we were working on. And also, um, Freeman and Fox were the designers and builders of the bridge. Um, and it was the same company. Anyway, long story short, after about a week, we just sat in the sheds. 500 people refused to go to work. We got the union officials to come down. Um, and we had meetings with the management and a person called Jack Hindshaw. Um, told us that uh, he was the best in the world at building bridges. This bridge was safe. Um, and as far as he was concerned, uh, there was no real safety issues. Just on that, so Tommy, can I just interrupt? Just on the workers, Tommy, I, I remember you mentioning once that probably the 500 workers, they most, most of them, or nearly all of them, were all from overseas, weren't they? Well, well in them days in the construction, as you 50 years ago, um, yes, there was, there, there was uh, you know, Croatians, uh, of course, in them days, Yugoslavs, a lot of Italians, yeah. um, a lot of a lot of people from Arab countries, uh, a lot of English, uh, Scottish, Welsh. There was people from all over the world, you know. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and they were looking for leadership. Yeah. And they were very active, active members in the trade union movement, and they were you know pretty good. Anyway, so we went. We so anyway. Long story short, we went back to work, and about ten days later, it collapsed. Jack Hinshaw got killed and took 34 people with him. Yeah, very sad, tragic. And and, and some of the blokes survived, actually. I think John Secker's father, Bob, uh, survived, wrote it down. Um, yeah, that... there were 30, 35 killed and eight, 18 wrote it down and survived. Yeah. And one of one of those was uh, Bob Sedka, yes, uh, uh, John's father. Yeah. Um, he's still alive today and, yeah. and I suppose he, he will be there tomorrow. Yeah. Um, he's in his 80s now, but yeah. And and some of the 18 came back to work. We got them jobs as peggies and lift drivers. Yeah. I think there was about eight or ten came back. But some of them didn't have a quality of life. There were some of them that were just really, their, their life was shattered after that. And and and, and I think John Hollins was saying how, how well, well they looked after the workers. Well, I don't think any of the workers saw any of that, did they? Well, what what happened was um, the bridge collapsed on a, on a, on a Thursday. Um, we worked Thursday right to, you know, till dark trying to get people out. Friday, we worked a bit Saturday. They told us we could have Monday off with pay, so we took Monday off. When we came in Tuesday, uh, they herded us into a, a car park and sacked a lot of us. No. The week's wages and said that uh, the job's going to be closed. Uh, thank you thank you for what you've done, and we'll send you a telegram when we want you to come back. We all got the ask. Yeah, that was your, that was your thank you, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that was a thank you. Yeah, yeah, a little pat on the head, and we've got a week's wages, and see you later. And and then what happened on the, on the Thursday? So we got sacked on the Tuesday, a Thursday, which is a week. All the funerals started, and I went to nine funerals in one day, and five funerals on the Friday. Horrific. And we, and we were just like zombies. I mean, we were all half pissed. Got got, got car fridges in the in the car, 
And, and when you're looking at the, some of these funerals, you, you know what's in the coffin, and sometimes it's not a full body, and sometimes, I'm not saying wrong people went in wrong coffins, but I tell you what, in them days it was pretty chaotic, and yeah. you know, and we were just like zombies, no support, no counselling, nobody come near us. The only one that looked after us was the trade union movement. Yeah. If it hadn't been for the trade union movement, we would have been worse off than what we were. Nobody else gave a shit about us. And even till the day, no one's come to us, I don't think. They all want to do documentaries and things. It's been an absolute tragedy, but still no no uh, compensation, no nothing. Well, it's 52 years ago, and I'm still waiting for somebody to knock on my door. Yeah. Nobody's knocked on the door, and, and you know, for counselling or support, nothing. As I said, it hadn't been for the trade union movement, we would be in bigger shit than what we were. And the other thing is, you, you, you were the guys actually um, did the rescue and did the rescue with the bodies and, and got the bodies out buried in the mud and all that, aren't you? Well, yeah. Well, what happened is uh, when the fire brigade and the coppers and the ambulance came and all that, they weren't trained like they were today. Uh, they just didn't have the skills, and it wasn't their fault. It wasn't their fault. They didn't no, have the skills. No. I mean, they couldn't drive forklifts. They couldn't use oxy settling. Don't forget, we've got people trapped in steel. Yeah, yeah. And they couldn't cut it. They couldn't drive cranes. They couldn't, you know. And and I felt sorry for some of them. I mean, that that was certainly. But if you have a look at it, it, every video that you see or every picture, you'll see workers with overalls and hats on pulling people out and carrying stretchers. Yeah. There's very few with with people um, from the ambulance and the coppers and all that. Today, it's completely different. I mean, they're all highly trained and they're highly, highly skilled, but in them days, they, they, did, they just did. Melbourne wasn't prepared for an accident of that scale. It just wasn't prepared. Yeah, I mean... I, mean, well, I don't reckon we'd be prepared today either, you know no, what I mean? Well, something that yeah. big. Yeah, probably not, probably not. But, but what would happen today is... I mean, there'd be thousands of workers that would leave jobs and just come down and help. That, that no, no government or no, no union could stop people from just turning up. And them days, very few people turned up and helped us. Yeah. Because yeah. it was just a disaster. It was a shock. I mean, it was, it was like a war zone. I've never yeah. been in a war, but it's like a war zone. Yeah, I can imagine what well, that's bad enough when we get those union officials go when there's a death on the body. I always describe them as war zones, but that's only one body. But when you've got 35 people killed and a heap. Injured, must have been. And how it shakes you up. Oh, no, I've dealt with a couple of deaths, and it shakes you up pretty bad. Dealing with 35, that'd be fucked. And we've got evidence evidence at our arm's length, you know, people come and talk to us, train and all that. And when those days had nothing. Yeah, just absolutely not. And and to get the arse on top of it. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's rubbing salt. Scrap heap and all those things. And then they make us all these promises that, oh, you've all done a great job, you'll all come back to work, blah, blah, blah. When we did go back to work 18 months later, they refused to start our shop steward. Oh, so yeah. we're, we were on strike for nine weeks. We were on strike for nine weeks to get the shop steward on the job. Because it was his fault. Yeah, well, yeah, it was everybody else's fault but theirs. Yeah, yeah. And even the plaque, when we wanted to put the plaque up, um, they said to us, no, we're not going to do that because it's going to be a toll bridge and we don't want people to remember the accident because they, they won't pay the toll. Oh. And, and and uh, we nearly we nearly went on strike. It come to the stage where the media was sniffing around and all that. Anyway, they agreed for us to put the plaque up. Very good of them. Yeah, really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a shame all that, and uh, it's it's a good thing that the union. You know, and you're on a committee now. You've got it. You're at the Westgate committee with a few of the old old soldiers like Danny Garden, a few of the boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a few was on there. Yeah, uh, Pat Preston and all that, and we. 
and we meet regular and we organise, you know. I mean, we just keep it going as long as we can and then we'll hand it on to the younger people. Yep. And, and I often say, I, you know, it's 52 years. I hope in another 50 years' time we're still talking about the West Coast Bridge disaster because that means we've never had another one. 100%, you know, like yeah. workers to go through like what we went through and, and, and widows and young kids and it's just something that, that that's in the future, really. I mean, we're a lot smarter than we were in them days. We've got more computers. Unions have got experts. In them days, union officials were just a, just a rank and file. No more, no more skills than anybody else, you know. Yeah, yeah. But now we've got experts and engineers and all those sort of things. I, I doubt today whether we would have went back to work after we had that meeting myself. Yeah, no, no that's right. Well, listen, mate, it's glad... I'm, Appreciate you coming on this, uh, this morning and showing a bit of a light and what's what happened in the past and how it's, how we're moving forward with it. And thanks thanks to all you blokes and the blokes have, have kept this going. It's helped us improve health and safety in the construction industry and make sure they don't make these mistakes again. But let me tell you, Tommy, these engineers are signing anything these days. Just, yeah, they just, are. Just they are. give them money and I'll sign it, mate. So unfortunately, yeah. they haven't learnt, mate. But but as someone said the other day, we they'll just until the next crane falls out of the sky, they'll keep signing it. So. The only thing we've got yeah, now, well, uh, like we've got industrial manslaughter, so hopefully, you know, that, you know, with engineers, if you do sign off on it, you know, you, well, you cause it, you go, go to jail. jail. yeah. All right, mate. Well, look, thanks very much, and uh, I, hope you had a, I hope you had a good day uh, yesterday with the boys, and uh, and I hope this, I hope you live another 50 years, mate, and keep, keep uh, letting people know what's going on. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks for your support. Good on you, mate. See you, Tom. See you, mate. There he was, Tommy Watson, absolute legend of the construction industry, uh, the Westgate Bridge. Him and his mates, Danny Gardner and the boys, have done a great job keeping the story alive. And obviously, when they go, we'll keep it going. And we'll go with Mark Seymour. Sounded like machine gun fire You should have heard her when she came down
each day you think you're gonna come back alive You kiss your wife and your kids goodbye But you know you're gonna play to survive Sometimes I lie awake at night And I think about the ones who died The riggers and the chippies And the boilermakers The boys who had nowhere to hide I think about how proud we were And how we got a bad job done You gotta trust who you're working with When the steel starts to buckle in the sun And the cold wind blows Down by the river where nobody goes Hell broke free when the bridge came And there it was, Mark Seymour and the Westgate Bridge. Very, very, very sad. But it's great having Tommy on, giving us his uh, story about what happened. And, you know, some of the conditions that flowed on from that accident, you know, that we still have today, you know what I mean? Some yeah. of the regulations, some of the stuff that come in, you know, like you said, a lot of, <coughs> like I remember Danny Danny Gardner when he was on a few uh, last year, um, he was telling us how many, how many officials got and how many people got active in the union after that. Exactly. Well, we better keep moving on. We've got a few things to cover here. We're running out of time. So we'd have to mention the inclement weather this week. There's a fair old rain rain on, uh, when was it, Thursday? I'll tell you what. A lash down, as, as the boys would say. I, I don't know what's happened. We haven't had a lot of rain, but people have forgot to, what to do during rain. Like, well, please, you get, get out of it for a get start. Get out of it. And, you know, like, bosses, you think it's never rain. Like, <coughs> you think it's never rain. Like, I had, you know, hickory. Mate, they were telling the boys to take an annual leave day. Are you kidding? Oh, what? Mate, it's money for June, them days. Jeez, pretty ordinary. And we've still got the uh, knife borrel picket line going on. Kniff. So, kniff, kniff borrel uh, picket line going on. So cheer out all the all the punters out there. 
And uh, just on um, the Westgate, uh, we've got a, these engineers bobbing their heads up, oh. signing anything. Remember, we used to have cranes at Wind Vane. Apparently, they don't have to Wind Vane now because an engineer signs a bit of paper and says they don't have to now. Yeah, you, and we've also had the engineers sign, and um, what else was there? Mate, we just had the other day at um, Ringwood, Ryman, you know, the glorious Ryman. Um, our friends, our engineer, was signing off on, you know, your, your smoke sheds have to be on block so they're stable and on concrete. He just signed off on timber. You can just put it on a piece of timber. Yeah, well, that's, that's what's happening. So stay tuned. I mean, unfortunately, something's going to go bad because these cockheads are just signing off on everything. So some of the paperwork that they're signing off – on cranes and that, it's just a matter of time. Well, there was one example where the crane, like like Grilla was saying, you know, wind, wind vaning, the manufacturer expects said it couldn't do that, and the engineer override the manufacturer's specs. You know what I mean? Like, it's a joke. And we must do a special cheer-out to the Qatar World Cup because it's coming up, and uh, as we, we, we had a campaign going on here for, for ages against because all the lives they lost, they brought third world country workers over. They didn't even feed them, and they didn't even have water for them. And uh, they lost that. They took their passports of them. I don't know how many lives they lost over there, four, five, ten, twenty thousand. I've got no idea. We'll do a check. But it's massive. So when you see the Qatar Cup, it's on the uh, on the death of uh, third world country I'll workers. I'll be giving it a brush. Yeah, I won't be watching. I mean, I think it's a disgrace and... Uh, you know, when you know, all the meanies will be there celebrating the football players that not that it's their fault but getting paid millions of dollars and the old workers got paid nothing lost their life. So I mean I don't know how we how we think that's a good thing. And hearing days. hearing the stories, obviously we sent um Nigel over there, uh, Nigel Davies and Alex Taddick, you know, they went over there and had a look at it. Was it Nigel or, or it was Nigel and Dave, Dave um it was Nigel and Alex. Um they went over there. Obviously they were part of the safety unit and Nigel's uh, um, and they, some of the stories they were saying was just horrific. Uh, state election. State election. Obviously, state election's coming up. Um, you know, at the moment, we've got heaps and heaps of work, heaps of government work and heaps of government work planned. You know, and the last thing we want to do is get uh, a state-based task force, and that's what the Libs are going to do if they get in. So, you know, obviously, we're not telling you who to vote for. We're saying to put the Libs last. <laughs> that's right. Pretty much. We're getting into trouble. And old Qantas, like our old mate Alan Joyce, like they've, they've, this week they've made billions of dollars, great record prices, but now they're going to have a wage freeze for the workers for two years. What? He's just a grub. He yeah. is honestly a grub. When he's not sacking them, he's not paying them, and, and they're making record profits now. Like you try flying around Australia now. Me and the old great man Skinny, we, 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 we're going to cook Skinny out. wouldn't have to pay too much, would he? Mate, do you know how much it costs to fly from uh, Cairns to Brisbane? How much? $800, one way. Whoa. You could nearly go overseas for that. You'd that's... just see skinny on your knee, wouldn't you? Yeah, put him in the glove box. But uh, that's what that's what's going on, Qantas. Stay tuned with that Alan Joyce, a rat. Well, look at look at look what happened to Jetstar. What a joke that was. Yeah, well, that's just the undercutting price airline, isn't it? Scab line. Yeah. All right, uh, we suppose we get into Scallywares. We've got a few. We've got, we've got the Barra Group. What have they been up to? Well, the, the precast boys are out there having a bit of a dip. There's a few safety issues in their precast yard, and their answer to the safety is lock the official out and call the police. That'll, so, that'll fix everything. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. The old Barra Group, eh? Oh, one, of, one of the richest Australian companies, I'll tell you. They've got their own cement uh, uh, quarries, Quarry. and, and they've got their own ships that bring it in. They'd be the biggest supplier of cement in Australia, wouldn't they? 100%. Yeah. 
Island Brown. Did you ever mention oh, them for please. a while? Island Brown. Oh. Oh, no, they've been down in Geelong and, you know, they're playing up. They, they, they too don't understand inclement weather. They think it's fine to walk for a waterfall to get to your job, apparently. So, Oh, yeah, no surprise. And apparently it's the union's fault because they brought it up. And Kniff Burrell, well, we've, we've mentioned them, that list on, ongoing. And obviously that's between Monday to Friday, 6 to 2.30. So if you're around the area, get down in there. Port Melbourne. And Andrew Bajan. Andrew Bajan, Engineering Engineer, Consulting ex- Group. Extraordinaire. Oh, mate. He is well, one signing off on everything. That company is... put it in front of him, he signs it. He signs it, pretty much. He, you oh, know, Stay tuned on that. Sookies. Sookie Lala's. There's a few. El Torado, El, El Torado. Uh, El Torado. You're having trouble saying that, the yeah. old mate. El Torado. The, the uh, um, excavation mob. Yep, El Torado, yep. Winching because we, they were on our social media. Apparently had a massive sook up. All right. I'll tell you how who's sooking up. We'll put them on again this week. Ironsides had a huge sook up. Apparently they're sooking up because they think we're going to their jobs for an EBA because they don't have an EBA. Well... What about not, the safety? We're there for H&S. You have a look at the state of their jobs. Uh, we're not going to watch people die. No, we're not. And who else? Who else we got? I'd have to say, um, obviously, uh, who else has been talking? The, all the bosses about the inclement weather? Yeah, a general, a general uh, cast a net over all the bosses. They're all talking about the rain. Rain? Never seen rain before. We yep. should have played Who Stops the Rain? Well, mate, I wanted to play How High is the Water Mama. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, overruled? Overruled. <laughs> won't be next week. <laughs> it won't be. And um, all right, so, geez, I don't know. The, 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 the scallywags. I'm going with Andrew Bajit Consulting Engineering. All right, you, you got me. So he, he's scallywag of the week. Suki Lala. Well, you'd have to give it to Ironside, wouldn't you? Or who are you going with? I'd, I'd, I'd just give it to all the bosses. I would have said the other one, but I can't say the word probably. Element 5. El Dorado. El Dorado. <laughs> you said it then. I did. <laughs> all right, we'll give it to El Dorado. Now you can say the word. But uh, but a special mention to all the bosses that sooked all week about the inclement weather, please. You know, well, it's going to rain eventually. And when it does, you sook up. But, you know, it's the old story. Rain drops, work stops. And obviously, um, we've got, also got a couple of pull-ups going on at the moment as well. We have too. We've Gary, got, Gary Reed. Gary Reed. He was the crane driver that died tragically on the cane construction job in the cranes. So there's a pull-up for him, and there's also a pull-up for the Kniff workers as well. You know, obviously... So hit your bin. Hit don't your be, bin. Don't be scared. You know, obviously, that's it. That, you know, them, them boys are out having a blue for us, and, the, you know, the, the guts of the blue is about labour hire. You know what I mean? That's it. Undercutting the jobs. All right, I'm going for a rest for a couple of weeks. I'll see you in two weeks. You've got the reins, and we'll go the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare to win. If you don't fight, you lose. And it's good morning from the concrete gang we're going out with. Paddy jumped over the bridge. Come to see the bridge complete and capture the headlines The grand politicians and the building bosses too They've come to be the first across the bridge But when Paddy jumped over the bridge He spoiled all the plans When Paddy jumped over the bridge All the workers clapped their hands I was here before you were He said as the organisers first As the last band fell into place A working man was worth 
It was on the Thursday morning when Paddy was going to lunch. He just left the crate stand when he had an awful crunch. To his face that Paddy left that day, he made a solemn vow. His self will be the first to cross the bridge. When Paddy jumped over the bridge, he spoiled all the plans. When Paddy jumped over the bridge, all the workers clapped their hands. I was here before you were, he says the organizers first. As the last man fell into place, a working man was first. See them standing in the row, all dressed up to the nines. They come to see the bridge complete and capture the headlines. The grand politicians and the building bosses too. They've come to be the first to cross the bridge. When Paddy jumped over the bridge, he spoiled all the plans. When Paddy jumped over the bridge, all the workers clapped their hands. I was here before you were, he said, as the organizers first. As the last man fell into place, a working man was worth. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.